In a world full of movie podcasts, here is one more. Welcome to Defend Your Movie with Sean Donnelly. The time has come again. A champion must And welcome to another edition of Defend Your Movie. I am one of your hosts, and I'm sitting here with my weirdo co-host, <laughs> who's just making a weird sound right before we started, uh, Andy Fiore, everybody. Hey, Shawnee. How you doing, everybody? Thank you so much for listening. We're joined by a very special friend and very very funny guest, Corey Jarvis, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Stand-up comedian Cedar. who has a new album out that is called... Crooked Bowtie. Crooked nice. Bowtie. Mm. Uh, completely copied me as far as his picture for his album cover. Uh-huh. That's okay, though. Not a big deal. You know, you, you want to have original ideas sometimes in this yeah, comedy yeah. business. But if you want to rip off Sean Donnelly, go ahead. It's totally I mean, fun. aren't we all just <laughs> I'm, doing I'm a, totally some version no. of Sean Donnelly <laughs> yes, at this point? Yeah, I mean. No, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> yeah, look um, at me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, just I was about to call you Sean. I was stretched me out a little. <laughs> um... It's available on iTunes. It's available everywhere. Everywhere. It's, it's on. Is it streaming Amazon. on Spotify? Yep. Is it yep. okay? So everywhere. if you want to be a cheapo, do that. But yeah. if you, you can also mention this. Andy has a new baby, so do yourself a favor and buy his album. It sounded like you said Andy I, has a new baby. I thought you said Andy yeah, has a new baby. Yeah. Oh, it sounded like you said and I thought you said and he has a new baby, but it sounded like Andy, Andy has a new baby. Has oh, a new baby. I just screwed. I was looking at you when I said it, <laughs> yeah. so I said Andy has a new baby. Yeah. Corey has a new baby, so buy his album yeah. and put some food in that kid's mouth, some, right? Some diapers. Some on diapers? His on his butt? Are, are we allowed to say. Yeah, I, you I said want. fuck like three times okay. already. Okay, cool, yeah, cool. you're totally fine. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for doing this, man. Thanks for having We've me. We've been friends for a long time. Yeah, I used to listen to, I always say it, but I used to listen to Sean yell at taxis. That was my first <laughs> New York experience. <laughs> this is a story that he it tells. It was a real New York experience, though, because I, I went, for, look, I'm from California. You don't do shit like that over there. You don't yell at people <laughs> yeah, driving well, in cars. Sean's a great guy to walk down the street with. You know what I mean? Like, you, he'll stop uh, at every dog. Every dog. And say babies. hello. Babies. And then, and then yeah. there'll be a hot chick on the other side of the street and go, would you? Would you? <laughs> like, yes, Sean, I think we know this. We all would. You want to tell the taxi story one again? Well, we were, I, I don't remember what time it was. It was probably three in the this morning. This is probably, honestly, 11 years ago, probably 12 yeah. years ago. 11 yeah, yeah, years yeah, ago, yeah. probably. Like 2007, 2008. Yeah, we, yeah. Were, we were coming out of a bar. And, uh, they, you know, you like, I'm going back. And, of course, you were completely single and, like, like living in an apartment with somebody else. But you had, like, in a Brooklyn. PlayStation or something. You're like, dude, come over. We'll play PlayStation. And I had, like, some girl texting me. She's going to come to my house. It's like, Sean, I got to go back home, dude. You know? <laughs> he's like, all right, I'll just get a taxi. And then you turn and the taxi's like, like the guy's already driving away. Yeah, yo! He's like screaming his ass off, and I turned around. I was like, "Holy shit!" It's a good yeller. No, it's, it, it it like scared me because I wasn't sure what was going on. Yeah. And then the guy was like, "I don't want to go to Brooklyn." And Sean's like, and I had never seen Sean get angry. So this is my first. I've seen him many times since then. But but at that time, he's like, "You're." Fucking taking me to Brooklyn, motherfucker. And, just like and he was sat his ass in the back of the taxi and would not get out. I was like, oh, this is how you do it and in New York. And did the guy take me? I forget. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Legal right. 
hated you, but you he know what's funny? You. That's a very similar story. Another time that happened to me was the, I got in the taxi. I told him Brooklyn. He said no problem, and he took me to the Manhattan, the, the base of the Manhattan Bridge on the Manhattan side, and said, "Okay, that's it. I'm going home. No he more. He's gonna no murder more. you. Yeah. He goes, "No more. There's no more. I'm going home." I go, "Well, I go, get you my have pen to- and paper out, medallion number." Yeah. Well, that, yeah. what I did was I go, "You have to take me to Brooklyn. You said you would." I go, "It's against the law." He's like, I go, "I'll call the cops." He goes, "Go ahead, call the cops." So I called the cops, and I was on hold, because I was like, you know, I had a taxi situation. He knew. And uh, I was like, I'm not waiting for this. So what I did was, and this is, I think I might have mentioned this in the podcast before, all I did was get out, open all the doors of the taxi. <laughs> <laughs> so I opened the passenger side door, his door, the back two doors. He freaked that's out. That's so great, he, though. It's so perfect, because it's like I didn't hurt him, and he can't do anything but about that's, it. That's very middle, Sean Donnelly. Middle right of the trap, middle of traffic, doors wide open. He won't leave the car. goes, <laughs> close the doors! Close the doors! What are you doing? Close the doors! I go, that's nope. so great. He won't take me. There you go. There yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. So yeah, that's a helpful tip. If you're a, but taxis don't do that anymore because of Uber, so they'll take you to, like, Kentucky. They oh, they're very sweet now. Now they're yeah. sweet. Now they're your best friend. The best, Back in the day, they used to be monsters sometimes. The yeah, best yeah. taxi story that I've, the craziest one I've heard was a girl that I used to teach English to, and she was, uh, she said she was driving out to Brooklyn, and he started going into this, like, dark area where there were no other houses or whatever. Jesus. I don't know. And then he's like, look, I need you to get up in the front and help me find the place. And she's like this, like, mousy woman from another country, you know? Yeah. And she got in the front. And I'm like, and then what happened? She said he was jerking off. <laughs> and, ah! and so she just, he just drove her back to her place while he jerked off next to her. Oh, my wow. God. That poor woman. Him. I know. It's crazy. Oh, what a What did you do? Garbage. She's like, eh, you know. Eh. Well, <laughs> well she's tougher than most because yeah. I, w- I would have been like, get me out of here. She, w- she was a little nutty. Though. I'm supposed to give oh. you the tip. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, hey, hey. You can see Andy all weekend in vaudeville. <laughs> you can see Andy all the, weekend in the 30s. No, the all weekend in the 30s, the late show in vaudeville. They got him up in the Ozarks. Well, they're not the Ozarks. Well, they got the Catskills. The, Catskills. Catskills. the Ozarks are way different. Ozarks is, is off-Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> Back in vaudeville. This uh, has nothing to do with anything other than it just re- reminded me of my mild racism yesterday. I got a spam phone. I've been getting more and more spam phone calls. Oh yeah, from Chinese? Tel- no, it's clearly a guy from India. Uh. Clearly, which is very important. Those for are me my to favorite state. internet videos. People messing with with people that are trying to get money <laughs> he just from goes, different countries. Hello, sir. This is Daniel O'Brien. May I have a <laughs> You don't sound like a Daniel. <laughs> and he took issue with it. He goes, "What do you mean by I don't sound like a Daniel?" I go, "Come on, dude. What are we talking about here?" Yeah. He go, I, <laughs> was he trying to put on an Irish accent, or he, or he was a clear no clearly masking of the accent, accent whatever. But I think they try. They go to school for that, though, like to get rid of their accent. Because some it's of them all about actually it, do. You know? But you yeah. know what? It's most some of the ones. Sound good. It's most of the ones that if you call customer service for like a Target or something. Yeah. Those are the ones that you're like, oh, you're not. It's not American, but it no. doesn't sound like a foreign accent. It sounds like you're hiding it very well. You know, they they train themselves. To yeah, no. But these guys don't. They this just, was clearly some sort of hub in India. I could hear our other. Yeah. Calls going on in the background, you know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> Daniel O'Brien just made so it made me laugh so much. How long did like, how long use, did you talk to him? <laughs> was, he got mad. He like didn't even want to go on with whatever he was trying to. <laughs> he was trying. Was he trying to say it was like a mortgage or something? Or something. I'm like, uh, I don't yeah. own anything, dude. So that's the secret. Just make fun of uh, the way he speaks <laughs> yeah, English. He took offense. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Uh, that's what they do. I had a guy do the same thing. He called me up and he goes. I'm just trying to help you out with your cards. I go, okay, what card is it? What, what card is it? And he goes, you have to tell me that, sir. I go, you, shouldn't you have yeah, that yeah, information? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he goes, well, I need your address. I go, 
why would I give you my address right now? Shouldn't you have my address in front of you? I need to double check your <laughs> address. Yeah. Right. I go, not going to happen. I, I, I also go, need I your security code. I don't have that right now. Yeah. yeah come on, and I dude. go, I'm not. I go, God, you, I, I literally said, you got to get better at this. I said on the phone, <laughs> I go, I know what's going on right now. And you, you didn't call with any of the info. And, and I'm not I'm not an old old lady. You know, like, what do you, you think is going to happen? I'm just going to hand over all my info? You got to get better at this. Yeah. And was he was a, like, was no. A, He's like, you have the debt, right? I'm like, yeah, I have debt with the card, right? I go, yes, with one of my cards, I have debt. Yes, and that's what I'm calling about. Okay, which card is it? Yeah. Tell me the name of the card, just the name of the bank. I can't do that. I don't have that. I'm like, oh, my God. It was like a circle. It was insane. But, uh, yeah, that's, they're the worst. The telemarketers are the worst. That was a big problem in Japan when I lived there. There were old ladies were getting called up. Hey, I'm your son. I'm in jail. Uh, we haven't talked in two years. Send me some money. And they would just send money. I don't yeah. know how they, how they got away I with it. I think that's what they do. They call around hoping they'll get an old person. Yeah. They get scared. Yeah. It happened to my aunt. My aunt, who's like 75, she she knew, though. Like, she knew not to do anything. But she was nervous because sometimes they're local. Sometimes they're, like, nearby. They're uh-huh. calling from a phone nearby. Mm-hmm. So she got freaked out. She's like, I don't want them coming over here. I'm like, I don't blame you. Dude. So we, my sister, like, was nearby. She, oh, my sister works in Brooklyn, so she went to Brooklyn to my aunt's, and I called the number back, and she's like, if you call back here again, we'll fucking find... Like, she tried to scare them <laughs> because to be like... So she was like, I don't know what they're going to do. Because they were, like, I think if, they, if you look, you search for the number, the address was like, like... It was like another part of Brooklyn. It was like insane. So... What are you going to do? But, like, you ever see those videos online where they the guys call up with the accents and they pretend they're from the FBI and they say you owe the taxes and you have to go get you have to go get us yep. two Apple cards from the uh, Apple right. store? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you got to bring me an iPhone. <laughs> bring me an iPhone and we'll forget all about this. Yes. <laughs> we get worried about my dad. My dad's 95. He's got a Gmail account. And, you know, hackers can just make it look like it's coming from one of your friends. And so yeah. give us your password. Well, my dad one day was like... I happened to be home, thank God. And he was like, hey, look at this. There's some sort of deal. And I'm like, don't click on that. He's like, well, it's from Dick Florsheimer. I go, I, I know it looks like it's from Dick Florsheimer, but it's like a virus. He goes, why would Dick Florsheimer send me a virus? I go, I know that's just what it looks like. It's not actually Dick sending you that. Is Dick don't, Florsheimer a real name? He's a real guy. He's that a real, is one of my awesome dad's friends. Name, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's so an old funny. school name. Yeah. That's so funny. That he couldn't like, get it past his head why it had Dick's name on it. He's like, but and he was sending him up something malicious. I go, yeah. that's that's called hacking. That's what it, that's it is, it. literally. Te- technology yeah. is on their side. Especially he with the open head around him. Yeah, but it's so funny because your dad was, he was progressive enough with technology to have a Gmail account. I, exactly. But then not to do that. But I totally get it because he's like, why? But ha- but it has his name on it. Right. That's what he's thinking. He's yeah. like, but I know this guy. I mean, totally. And it's like, no, they hacked into his email, and then mm-hmm. they, you know. <laughs> That's so funny. It's from the floor shopper. Are you telling me that he's trying to give me a virus on my Right, computer? he's taking it personally. <laughs> he's got Dick on the phone. Dick! <laughs> Actually, that happens, too, when they hack your social media or something, and you have to like, tell people, guys, if you get a message yeah. that's a picture of a butt, it's not from me. <laughs> it's not my butt. <laughs> That's not, that's, this is my real butt. This is my that real butt. One. Yeah, yeah. Here's my actual butt, yeah. so you can see compare. the pimples. <laughs> it's not like that other one. Uh, so I think this week what we'd like to do is uh, twofold. We got a couple of things to talk about. Mm. First off, I guess we have an we have an RIP situation. Uh, yeah, we weren't on last week. We uh, had to replay the live show. So in the mi- in the meantime, uh, we lost Albert Finney. Beloved. Albert Finney. Who's played Daddy Warbucks and Annie? He uh, was in. He was the boss in Aaron Brockovich. He's in Ocean's Twelve as uh, Big uh, Fish. Catherine Zeta Jones' dad. Uh, he's in Big Fish. 
Uh, he's been in tons oh, that of guy. stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He what? He was. He's one of those guys that um, if you want to, one of my favorite type of situations, character actor that became famous actor. Yeah. Because I yeah, guarantee yeah. you that he was a character actor in the fifties. But he's so unique. Even if it's just yeah. the way he talks, because like his ah, voice, yeah, his cool voice is really. so unique that he you just stay above the pack when you become that. That when you're that far, the set that far off, like you're not just a regular dude acting in the movies, you know, whatever. Uh, I think that's when people are like, who is this guy? And then he's also a great actor on top of it. He's just fun to watch. I've always thought that's like the perfect level of fame for an actor, where you could probably still go to a grocery store from time to time, and yeah. maybe maybe people will be like, don't I know you from something? But you have yeah. this, you have all the cash that all everybody yep. else is getting, absolutely. But you don't have to deal with all Total the bullshit. Shit. You have ton, enough cash to live for yeah. many moons. But yeah, but yeah absolutely. Time, when uh, Tom Cruise came to Times Square when he was filming a movie out here. Oh, and a my, Vanilla Sky. No, it was uh, Oblivion. It was a while back. My oh, to promote it, you mean? Promoted, or she texted me. She's like, Tom Cruise is in Times Square. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm in Queens. What am I going to do? Come down there and check it out? <laughs> but there were like 10,000 people yeah. following him yeah. through Times Square, dude. Think That's about, insane. We forget now because Tom Cruise kind of like spoiled his name a little bit in the past 10 years. Yeah. He was like the biggest movie star. Tom Cruise was like... I mean, he still is, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, so. but it's. I think it's different now than it was. I think that because you know, ever since he I'll jumped t- on that couch, and then we, then you, you have more insight into the personal lives of these people, and him being wha- a wackadoo with the sure, Scientology. Scientology and a all lot that. of people got off the Tom Cruise yeah. wagon, including my sister. My sisters growing up were like my older sister more was a diehard Tom Cruise fan. But is he- and then when that shit started happening, she was like, "Yeah, not so much." Yeah, is he the biggest box office draw actor of all time? He might be because for a good question. so I mean, long. How many movies for has he made? so long too? Yeah, yeah, and like, he also, since the early eighties, and he's gonna be working till he's seventy five. Like it's well, that's I'm waiting for him to start playing like the older guy because he well, hasn't gotten there yet. He, I, no. <laughs> in a past episode, I uh, uh, the last Mission Impossible. I said, I feel like Tom Cruise is losing his step. And Shawnee lost his mind. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because you could not have had... Right. He stepped up. I, I learned he did all his stunts and it he was like... all his yeah. stunts yeah. in the yeah. last Mission Impossible. Did you, know, you see that? And broke the, his ankle. The, the behind the scenes stuff where he's hanging off a C-130 while it's flying in the air? Yes. Insanity, dude. And he also, in that jump sequence, he jumped from the building to the building, he broke his ankle. And they had oh, really? this halt production for a little bit. Yeah. yeah, or he fractured or whatever it was. Excuse and then Andy yeah. goes, yeah, he's not, you know, he's really not bringing it these days. I go, what? <laughs> I, I know he's working on plantar fasciitis. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, Andy, who's getting mac and cheese after the freaking show tonight. <laughs> Sounds good, actually. Yeah, maybe maybe Tom needs to start working out some more. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's that that uh, Albert Freddy died, and he yeah he was a unique guy. I think the thing that you know him from the most is probably was his most famous role probably Daddy Warbucks, I guess. Yeah, probably. Um, there's one I feel like we're forgetting. Big Fish was a big, big one. Big Fish is the one I know. That's and then Aaron Brockovich, I remember at the time, was he was big in that because he was like a standout from that movie. Yeah. Was yeah. he a bad guy in that? No, he was her boss. Oh. And he was like gruff, but he wasn't the bad guy. Mm. That's a good movie. Now, Aaron Brockovich, as a side note, she's in lawyer commercials now. Yes, she is. And she, they have her... It's so funny to me because I'm wondering if there was a note. Because in one of the commercials, she's wearing a like a tank top. Because like, that was the whole thing about Aaron Brockovich. She kind of dressed a little bit scantily clad. And they like the, the uptight lawyers, Like they weren't really into that. And she's like, I don't care. I'm Aaron Brockovich. I do what I want. Like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then so that was, it was supposed to be this empowerment thing from the movie. Because she was kind of like... Not, you know, she's a little bit white trash, actually. But like that's the, that's the <laughs> kind of the... the like, the, what they're trying to get at, I think, yeah. and that she wasn't like high society, you know that kind of thing. 
But now this is years and years later, and I think to keep the character going, or maybe she just still dresses like that, they had her in like a kind of a cut, a low cut top. But I saw a new commercial with her, and she's literally wearing like a green, like army colored blazer on top of whatever shirt she has on. So I'm wondering if somebody saw the commercial and she's like, she's showing too much skin, you have to. Right. And she did it because she's like, give me that cash. She doesn't look very lawyerly. Yeah, because I think she, she works as a lawyer still, but. She's just been hawking these like good, local good for law her, firms. though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, good go for get her. the cash. Yeah, totally. Yeah, where were you on? Who cares? You prove that it doesn't matter. The longer I do comedy, the less judgment I have for anyone doing anything. You know? Oh, I have. I, one time I tweeted and it did pretty well. Not to brag, but I said, "The more you do comedy, the more you realize Andy Kaufman working at Jerry's Deli was not a bit." <laughs> <laughs> remember, when, remember when he worked yeah, at Jerry's yeah. Deli? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, you absolutely are like, yeah, good for you. Go for it. Right now, I want to work at a barbecue place in the worst way. Oh, yeah. man. Get I'm, like, I'm going to apply at Hill Country Barbecue. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather do Dinosaur, though. No, Hill Country's better, baby. Texas Barbecue, baby. Yeah. Hill Country's, I mean, um, Dinosaurs, Syracuse, that's rib-based. Hill Country's brisket-based, <laughs> Okay, baby. you that's know Texas. more than yeah. I do yeah. about, about this shit. <laughs> I just got full on meat. That's all I know. Yo, then you'll love Hill Country way better. Um, and what was the other thing we wanted to talk about? Well, it's going to be Oscar Sunday. Oh! This week, which uh, um, this is going to be, well, Albert Finney will be in the in memoriam. Which uh, is weirdly, yes. I know it's morbid, but I'm always interested to watch that part of it. Oh, it's a big part just of it. Just because I am a soft touch and I like to see. Well, for what reason? I just, I don't know. It's touching is it to like me. nostalgic? It's, yeah, I guess so. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, I think, I feel like everybody who watches <laughs> that as you're watching it, especially when they die early in the year, you go, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I forgot about that guy. You go, oh, now that's I'm sad. right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, there was a story that my mom told me, because I remember when John Candy died, and she was really sad, like like genuinely sad. And I was like, "What's what? What do you care? He didn't know who oh, you are." Oh, I love are. John. John Candy but, reminded me of my dad. That's I mean, why, yeah. Well, my mom had a similar thing. She said, "You know, when I was going through a divorce with your dad, I used to go watch his movies, and they would always cheer me up. So I felt like close to him." Yeah. And I think sometimes people do that for you know, like stars, yeah, for people. And so and, for me, and, that's what that stuff is. I had it with him and Gandolfini. Uh, I think yeah. the same thing. When Gandalf, there was an emotional attachment when Gandolfini died because I felt, I felt you feel like you know them, like even the like, actual person. Because even though he wasn't Tony Soprano, he reminded me of my dad as well. Right. But but John Candy was also this is, adds to the sadness of he was known as a sad guy. He wasn't a happy guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was like he was like the sad clown. Like yeah, all those the, the quintessential sad clown. Right. Right. Yeah. Which is so which we'll stuff. do uh, some predictions and picks. Alex, can you write down our uh, our our picks? And then we'll revisit it on next week's episode. Can you episode. write down our Oscar pick? Should we uh, bet anything? Oh, like you want a sandwich bet? or a barbecue dinner? Ooh, well, something along those lines. Barbecue yeah, you want to do that? A smack? A, a smack or a Mighty Quinn? Yeah. Uh, let's do a smack. All right. So uh, uh, so the winner, you, you get on this, on Corey, and then... What, what is a smack? A meal. The winner buys the other two a guys. Meal. What? A meal. <laughs> no, yeah. Now, this is this is the meal. <laughs> Here we go. That's the Seinfeld reference. I am. And scallop. I claim it's scallop. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it last night. I forgot to text it. <laughs> the Seinfeld reference. You don't watch Seinfeld, do you? Uh, I watch it, but oh. I, was, I was overseas for a long time when Seinfeld oh, was on. Get so. into it now. I, oh, I have get them all into on the computer. Now, I watch them on airplanes. Whenever it's I on Hulu, them. too. It's yeah. the best thing in the world. I love it. It's the best. Uh, the best, Jerry. The best. <laughs> Uh, and he's so great. You know, I met him at Sketchfest in San Francisco. Seinfeld? And I, no, Banya? Kenny Banya. That's he's great. a comic. He's yeah, a stand-up. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, oh, the thing I wanted to tell you guys, I want to get your thoughts on this. It pertains to the Oscars. 
uh, Andy, listening, I found out this. Apparently, and I think it's still true, they're going to give away the cinematography Oscar during the, commer- during the no, commercial during break. The no, uh, I can. A few. I, I just researched because we were going to talk about Oscars on the way here. And yeah. from what I understand, a lot of stars came out and they were very angry about this. So now they're going to have it. Good. Well, cinematography is huge. Cinematography is I mean, amazing. Huge. It's one of the reasons I wa- would watch exactly. the Oscars. Also, you know? let's be honest. It's kind of like, you might as well call it the real directing yeah, Oscars. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, 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 like, yeah. I know directors, being a director is one of the hardest jobs because it's, it's all-encompassing. It's but it's literally it's, it's everything. I think. Can it, you imagine like the Kubrick films? You know, like oh it's like God, they, can, why you're tied, why you're handcuffed to can, a cinematographer for life. Yeah. Can you imagine the Coen Brothers movies and you're like, eh, cinematography? Uh, yeah. Who cares? Right. That's what I was Editing whatever. too. They were gonna they were gonna put during. Oh the commercial. my God! Editing's key. They're gonna, sh- they're gonna show all these like. I mean, I like. Don't get me wrong. Sound too. I mean, it's very important. But like, the, sound is gonna, really important. If they're gonna drop something, I could I could throw out a few choices before I would say uh, cinematography. I, Best costume? I don't give a shit. Yeah, it was I'm kind of the same water. way. Best wardrobe, but like... I don't give a shit about the foreign stuff. It's important. Let's be honest. No, let's, let's be honest. Be Cinematography is more important than wardrobe. But Super absolutely. important. Yeah. Absolutely. It's right behind directing. It's right behind directing. I mean, I, I, we say this, I could just see of like, okay, well, let's try one movie without it. And they just show like a like a, a ancient Rome and everyone's wearing jeans and a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no, they figure it out. Yeah, they figure it out. <laughs> All right, Alex, you ready to write down some or shit? <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, we'll go around the room. Let's start with original screenplay. The nominees are The Favorite, First Reformed, Green Book, Roma, and Vice. This original screenplay. Original screenplay. Original, original screenplay? OG screenplay. Vice, Roma, Green Book, First Reformed. I thought Vice was a number. And The Favorite. I'm going to guess... Uh, I saw... If, I, Roma, I tried to start watching and I couldn't get into it. Uh, I'm going to guess on that one... Shoot, the Green Book. I am also going Green Book. I'm going to say, just to be different, and I haven't seen any of these movies, so let's just go with Vice. Okay, Doke. Okay. Your answers don't really matter. You're not going to be back next week, but that's all right. (laughs) (laughs) Adapted screenplay. Okay. A Star is Born, If Beale Street Could Talk, Can You Ever Forgive Me, Black Klansman, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Ooh. One of my faves, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. You're one of my favorites, too, but I'm going to go If Beale Street Could Talk, Alex. I'm actually going If Beale Street Could Talk, yeah. because the author is... Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I would have said the same thing. He's a playwright. What's his name again? It's uh, uh, Barry Jenkins. Yeah, it's, he's a playwright, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think... At least feels- an author. I know... Uh, I think I have the book at home somewhere. Next up. Uh, best director. Should we start there, or should we go the... Uh, save that for last. Uh, yeah, let's see that towards the end. Yeah. All right, yeah. then let's go the supporters. Let's go uh, supporting actress. Amy Adams for Vice, Marina Di Tavira for Roma, Regina King, if Beale, could sh- Beale Street could talk, Emma Stone, and Rachel Weiss both for the favorite. Uh, Emma Stone for the favorite. Oh, I'm going yeah. Regina King. I'll say Emma Stone. Alex, you're good? Supporting actor, Mahershala Ali, Green Book, Adam Driver, Black Klansman, Sam Elliott, A Star is Born, Richard E. Grant, Can You Ever Forgive Me, or Sam Rockwell in Vice. Okay, now here's the thing. There's a very good chance Sam Elliott will get it because he's never gotten an Oscar, I believe. And I just and watched Star and Born, and he was really good in it. I mean, he's yeah. really good in, like, everything. So he deserves something, I'm sure. But I will say I'm that going to say it's, 20, Ali, I'm say it's however, 2019. It is 2019, and, and there's Ali's one, two, three, Oscar four, to lose for me. Four white dudes. Here's uh, the thing about Marshall. He's amazing. He won it last year. Hold on. He's, uh, what? Did he win it last year? He won best. Did he win something? Yeah, I think so. For Moonlight, for I Moonlight. think. For Moonlight. Oh, was right. coming Um, here's the thing about Mahershala, like, he's so good in that movie, like, 
you think he's a main like if it's supporting. He's not really supporting. He's the main character of the movie. I agree that he could have been lead as well. Yeah, it's a it's a lot. It's a big supporting That's, role. But that that kind of even says doesn't it say more. Yes, it so, does. That's why I think he might get. My it. guess is and all also of he's these so guys killed it. What? You know, I, my guess is every single one Vice, of these guys yeah. killed it in their movies. You know, I mean, what is it? Yeah, Chris? yeah. I didn't oh, see Vice or Well, you got to also think of the politics of it. And of like, and I, but I do it is think Hollywood. You know what? I'll. What, you're saying Mahershala, right? Mahershala. Of what's going on? I, I just think that. No, I, I think he actually. I think he deserves. I don't it. think Adam Driver. I don't think Sam. Uh, Sam Elliott would be my second pick. I didn't see Vice or Can You Forgive Me? This is the thing about Mahershala. I don't think the thing about Mahershala to me is that he, the guy shows range in everything that he does. Sam Elliott. Even though he's amazing at it, plays Sam Elliott in everything yeah, that he does. It's, exactly. He's literally the guy at the bar in Lebowski. Yeah, that's exactly what I was just thinking. Yeah. Yeah. But he's badass at it. He's yep. amazing. Yep. So I, I also didn't think he was on... He didn't have a huge part in A Star is Born. It's like... So, I, I think it's Mahershala. All right, Mahershala. I'll say Mahershala. All right. Let's all go with supporting actress. Uh, oh, we I, did that already, right? No. Oh, we didn't? No. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, leads. Lead actress. Yalitza, I'm hoping I'm saying this right. Yalitza, Aparicio, Roma, Glenn Close, the wife, Olivia Coleman, the favorite, Lady Gaga, a Star is Born, or Melissa McCarthy in Can You Ever Forgive Me? Oh, I can wow. watch this. Yeah. I'm going Lady Gaga. Ooh. I, I honestly, what's her name? One for the wife already. Glenn I'm going Close. Glenn Close. Glenn Close. Uh, I, I'm going to go. Yeah. But, but, I, but, I, but my gut says Lady Gaga. Uh, it's, she, she's atrocious. Really? She plays Lady Gaga. It's it's mm. she plays Lady Gaga and I have if you you didn't see it right no she becomes I. this pop star and it's the majority of her acting is her singing doing Lady Gaga oh. the parts when she's playing a person is so like reactionary like it's my first big break so it's just like over the top reactionary it's like oh. what do you mean you know it's just it's so oh. contrived yeah, it but felt you know what to me. though dude sometimes it doesn't matter I, I guess so but that I mean that movie come was on. like people but also they snubbed what's his name for directing yeah i know so, they're not it's i'm also close. thinking that they this year they really want to appeal they're expecting the ratings to be the lowest Ever in a long time, and yeah, so they want to appeal to the popular yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll say Glenn Close right. because that's. I, I think. I'll Close say, you know what? I'm, I'm going to say I'll say Lady Gaga to make it a because we had to have a difference in opinion okay. in order to be a bit better. Lead actor: Christian Bale, Vice, Bradley Cooper, Stars Born, Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate, which I've not seen. Rami Malek, Bohemian Rhapsody, Viggo Mortensen, Green Book. <sighs> I think Viggo Mortensen might. No, I don't know you because he Christian said that Bale, shit. Right? I did. Yeah, he did. I'm going with Rami. Mm. For he played Freddie Murray. I mean, I don't see how he loses. Christian Bale. All right. Gained how much? I don't know. He looked like Dick <laughs> Cheney. Did somebody wrote a funny like tweet? Dick Cheney. It was like, uh, "Hey, Christian Bale, do you want to play this part in the movie where you don't have to gain or lose any sort of weight?" He's like, "Not interested." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gone. Every, he's been every weight. I um, think Patrick Bateman might be his most normal. Yeah, but even that, he's like shredded. Right, or Batman. <laughs> yeah, same thing. He's shredded again. Um, I don't know, man. I think that um, Bradley Cooper was good. Did do his own singing and g- guitar playing, and I. Can but I think see they're just going to thumb maybe... their noses at Bradley Cooper. Yeah. I think Vigo, if he didn't get that interview where he uh, used the N word, <laughs> uh, I think he would probably be in better standing. <laughs> I didn't see that. He said it. It'll in, come back to him in forty he said years. It in 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 in, in uh, like in not in passing. Like he said it. Like nobody says this anymore. Like. He wasn't like using it aggressively. He just right. He, he just shouldn't have he... said it. He just I don't know why he did it. But but, but you know what? you don't see anybody talking about it right now anymore. It kind of was like it happened. Hmm. 
And he probably apologized and it's gone. Um, and also, he's really good at it, but it's like kind of a one-note Italian. It's kind of a, uh, it's kind yeah, of a, it's yeah. kind of like an Italian from a sketch. Like it's not really that great. So I would say maybe Christian Bale. Okay. Uh, Who did you pick? Rami Malek. You might be right, but I'll, I'll take Christian. I'll, Bale. I'll tell you why All I didn't right. pick him because I think he's too young. And he's really good at. Is he that young? In a lot of stuff. I mean, Ryan Malik is in his thirties. Yeah, but my point is, like, he whenever these guys come in and they get like their first Oscar nomination, they have you know years ahead of them, and so a lot of times they snub those guys and give it to the guy oh, who's been passed over happen. like six yeah. or seven times. Do you want to do? Yeah, we'll do director and then picture. Uh, director Spike Lee, Black Klansman, Pavel Pavlikowski, Cold War, Yorgos Lanthimos, The Favorite, Alfonso Cuarón, Roma, or Adam McKay, Vice. I think it's between the favorite, the guy from the favorite, and uh, I think, but I think Spike Lee is going to get it. I think really? Spike Lee. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say People Alfonso. People love that movie. Cuaron. I heard that movie stinks. Oh, you you hate it? I hate Black Clansman. But I think he's going to get it. All right, I'm going to go Alfonso Cuarón for Roma. Because you want to talk about politically and socially and what's going on? Uh, all right. Well, I, then that leads that, us. I, it also adds. It makes gets, gives him a comeback. Yeah. Now, if usually that is an indicator of the best picture winner. Are you oh. going to go? And I'll read them off because there's more. It's Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star Is Born, and Vice. This is a really tough one this year. I think that's why maybe everybody's talking about The Favorite. I didn't see The Favorite, but I have this feeling like The Favorite's like it's the most Oscar-y type winner. The Favorite, like if, this, yeah. if they if they weren't being criticized for not being more uh, like you know yeah uh, I know the, endearing themselves to the public. I think The Favorite. Literally, the Vegas favorite is Roma. Is it really? Yes. Mm. Which I couldn't stand. I haven't seen it. I couldn't get through it. Uh, I think it's either going to be A Star is Born or Green Book. I'm going to lean toward Green Book. Mm. It might be Green Book. It really might be Green Book. But then that means, was Ferrelli, was he nominated for directing or not? No. See, that's the thing. I know. It, if it's Green Book... The fix is in because it was not <laughs> this groundbreaking fucking no, movie. No, but not of. I mean, neither. I mean, not. It's not. Neither was Crash. You know, but it's like yeah, not, no, it uh, happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Just, we've done this before, where the best picture winners are not the best pictures of the year. No, no. And then and then time tells. Time right. tells you like oh. Especially with like what movies are talked about 10, 15, 20 years later. Yeah, yeah. there's all kinds. Some of, of the nominees are like classics, and then the ones that win are like, right. oh, it was like of the time. It was almost like how like uh, TV shows do it all the time because they're you know they're they really are of the time. Like Family Ties, you watch Family Ties now, it does not hold up. It's there's no. the jokes aren't fun. They're all eighties related jokes. It's I not still that love funny. The song, though. Oh yeah, it's like it, it's a very like folksy type feeling, yeah. but like as far as comedy goes, Golden Girls. Holds up like a mother. <laughs> so Golden good. Girls, that's a, there's a joke every My eight seconds. My wife loves that. Joke. Yeah, because it's very the, the the characters are amazing and they're very clear cut. Yep. and they're very different. Yep. You know, it so, also supposedly had some of the best writers at the time on that show. Like from what I talked yeah, about, yeah, the they had guys, everybody wanted to write on that show. I don't know if I talked about this on this on Golden Girls. Tarantino was on it. Did you know that Quentin Tarantino? No. What he they, one of the episodes they had a bunch of. Elvis impersonators, <laughs> and you can pick him right out in the scene because he's the only one that's really into it because he loves Elvis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's literally doing all the moves, and you're like, that guy's great. And then you're like, oh shit, that's Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so he's like a, a diehard. But uh, all right, so that's Oscars. Is that it? I mean, the best, best picture and all that? Yeah, that's it. I was going to say uh, Black Panther. For as a winner? No, I don't think so. But you know what? That, that would be, be actually be very it telling. If they, it'd be very telling if they. Oh, you looked it up? Yeah. It'd be very telling if they did. Black Panther yes. as the winner it's of Best not Picture. Really. It's not That's, the Best Picture. 
It's, it's not, not the not best a, picture. No. Well, it's like one of those things where it's like it's not even the best Marvel movie. No, Agreed. but it was thrown in there to get more people to watch. Yeah, That's yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, and but, I mean, it's and set also, box office records, and it's it was a fine movie, sure. I guess. Before we get up to the Oscars, and we, we're going to talk about the, the we're going to do a versus real quick after this, but um, what about uh, Bob? No, what? <laughs> what about Bob? Yeah. What about what about Bob? <laughs> um, what about the now host? Right. Yeah, that's going to really tank this show. I've heard really rumblings that there's they a have secret one. Arti- that artificial is, intelligence host. Just funny. have a robot Hologram. host the show. Hologram. Yeah. Yeah. Tupac. Hologram. Yeah, just have Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> All eyes on me. Tupac yeah. hosting the Oscars. I recently heard it's secretly going to be Whoopi Goldberg, which makes sense. That's they go to people like that. She could um, do it though. She could. She would probably be pretty good. Well, was it, what was the thing with Kevin Hart that he had the insensitive? He said some insensitive. He said things, some gay. Well, he they said dredged up, up tweets, right. homophobic right? tweets that were like from yeah. 2012. But, the but he resigned. They didn't that. actually ask him. They no. didn't, he, he, he did it on his own himself out of it. He's a smart, I yeah. smart yeah. guy. Yeah. Why would you even want to host the Oscars? Because it's it really, because it would have helped him. But he he's played, still in stadiums. I don't he, know. He played that scandal the best anybody could have. Yeah. He was like, I, I did. I apologized, and I don't think it's a good fit. Like that's you know how like, a baller move that is. Because and I never said the word. You know why? Baller. Because then it goes away. It goes and away. It went away. And then everybody focuses on. Well, now who's going to? And yeah. you just become. And that's in this news cycle. You need that to happen to get. Off the front page. Or I, it I don't know who they're going to get to host the Oscars anymore, though, because if everyone's well, going they piggyback back, it, like, everything open mic. in your... In, well, that's it. <laughs> I think it's going to it's going to have to be like like somebody in a wheelchair. I don't know why they got away from like the talk. <laughs> the most diverse, just like, like a black, black Eskimo, a lesbian, <laughs> transsexual. Uh, you know, <laughs> that would be a, a sketch. I feel like that'd be like a Key and Peele sketch or something. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is Kevin Hart the best fit? Probably not. Probably not. He's, he's, uh, he, he would have done he, a good He's job. a good comic, and but he's like... Chris, I think he would have done great. I always think talk... I always thought, like, Carson or uh, Billy Crystal or Billy like Crystal. Conan or a talk show host or Letterman. They, those guys Well, here's are, the thing, man. Somebody said this, and I agree. Now, I just remembered somebody said this, like, either on Twitter or on TV. The Oscars needs Kevin Hart more than he needs the Oscars. Yes, exactly. That's 100%. Like, because of his following... Like how insane his following yeah. is, they would have had their ratings would have done well because right. yep. of Kevin Hart. Yep. So they shouldn't have done said shit when it came to those texts and been like, uh, I don't hey, know if it was the Oscars that dredged it up. Population saying, oh, oh is that what Twitter it was? The police yeah. that were saying it. It's all. It's probably like eight people. You know, I mean, I'm sure there's a few more, but you know how it is. Oh, that's uh, the other we'll thing we want to talk on. about. Speaking of. Uh, of controversies. What was the John Wayne thing? Because I never oh, even looked at okay. it. Oh, I just oh, I saw heard that. Yeah. It was weird. So John Wayne gave an interview in Playboy in 1971 <laughs> uh, about the equanimity of uh, using black actors or, uh, and, you know, at the time, 1971, mind you. You know, it's it's definitely inappropriate. In, and, yeah, he could have been... Uh, I, it's hard without the quotes in front of me, but he was speaking to um, a lot of. He, he was using language like, "Sure, you know, uh, the blacks uh, should get opportunity in a certain amount of time if they act right." Or you know, is that what he said in that context? Well, without I, it in front of me, I felt like the first part of it was him saying stuff. I thought it was almost like he was saying, "Yeah, like everyone should, but we shouldn't. Like if they can't do the job, then they can't get in." And he wasn't yeah, saying like, it uh, was kind I'm sure of the tone a, was a little bit. I, yeah, possibly you could read even it for seventy one. I'm, sure oh, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. But the other thing that I think really people glommed onto was the fact that he said, "I don't feel bad at all about what we did to the Native Americans." You know, like we 
took this country. We want people were in a bad place and we wanted to more land. And Here's my problem with this thing. Yeah, that's a very insensitive thing to say. But Here's the thing about it. The man's been dead for 40 years. Exactly. People are, but that's what, I think that's what when you know He's you're getting so to take zenith. a fucking day off. You know? <laughs> Jesus oh, People Christ are digging through shit. That's well, when we're at the, the end thing. of all, take all the Take a goddamn day off with policing society. You realize how, the things that, the, how passe the things that John Wayne said were, they're two generations gone. I know. That even for us, we're Gen Xers, right? Yeah, yeah. We're all Gen Xers, all of us. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's not that's not even part of our generation. He wasn't even no, popular in our generation. You're talking about that's a white dude. Even, I don't even think he was a baby boomer. Twenties or the thirties. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's gonna have said some bad my, shit. My dad loved boring. John Wayne, and he loved all the westerns he was in. John Wayne is literally in a movie. I forget which one. Which one is it? I'm a Clintock. Where he, he spanks a lady that he's interested right. in. He just grabs her and puts <laughs> her over his knee and spanks her. Yeah, nobody's looking at that now and going, "Yeah, this is totally cool." Like nobody's looking right. at any of that. Like, exactly. Like no, nobody. Not even like misogynistic, like the guys that are the issue now when they're trying to do the course correction. You can't take somebody from two generations ago and go check this. <laughs> it's yeah, to me, it's like the PC police came in, and you know when you have uh, those signs, it's been X number of days since our last yeah, accident. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like yeah. we don't have anybody today. Go to the archives. I think that's you're right. exactly what's I happening. That's exactly what. But happened. that's what I mean. I think when you start to reach the top of all the bullshit and the pendulum starting to swing the other way, this is the kind of shit that happens where people are literally Holy like, shit. "Let me go Christ. look through a 1970s Playboy to see if I could." F- Nobody when called you, out the guy, and I'm like, "Bro, why are you I, fucking looking at a 1971 <laughs> Playboy, dude? You know, there's when free you, porn you, apparently you, for the articles." <laughs> <laughs> when you you can't get mad at a guy who is three and a half decades from even being able to have a Twitter account right. <laughs> for getting mad about you can't right. get mad at him. On Twitter for a guy who was 35 years away from the creation of Twitter. Look, can I can I throw out a prediction of somebody else who's going to get in trouble in the future from a long time ago? Have uh, you watched Charlie Chaplin? He had Hitler. Must Charlie have. Chaplin for sure. <laughs> I was insensitive. He, he, he was know? silent, but he was really saying a lot of bad yeah. stuff about Jews. And he's farting all the time too. Yeah, a lot of Jews. Uh, Richard Dawson. Have you ever watched an old family oh, feud? Oh, that's next. Jesus, oh, uh, yeah, that's next. I know. He's like just making out with everyone's yes, wife. In he front was, of and them. they and they get very excited. They, they they go on not go on the show for it, but a lot of them are really excited. They want to be kissed by Richard. Yeah, Dawson. yeah. But give you know what? I'm watching. Going herpes, herpes, herpes. <laughs> but dude, you're not wrong. I bet you oh, he'll get it, shit it'll for come it. Out. Posthumously, <laughs> <laughs> he'll get. I guarantee you, he'll get shit for it at some yep, point. Yep. If this happened, why not? That makes sure. That actually uh, makes more sense than this, but does still doesn't make sense. Gonna get, it's giving people ideas. Well, let me go back and dig up some other stuff. Not hard to find. Nobody's watching old Family Feud episodes going, <laughs> yeah, this is, like, this is like two weeks ago, right? Headline, Family Rude? <laughs> <laughs> it is very uncomfortable, though. I watched it. I was like, Jesus. Yeah, dude, it's, no uh, it's, it's not guy. far from almost making out with a few women. Oh, it's insane. And I used to watch all those videos yeah, yeah. growing up. He Didn't married of one of the contestants. That was uh, his second wife. Did he really? Yeah. Nice. Good job. Richard. He had some kind of, he has an interesting history because he had some kind of deal. He was on the match game and then he fought, like, he, they were like, we're going to give you something maybe and he's like, and he like forced his way they gave him something and they gave him Family Feud. Um, <laughs> something like that. It's some kind of story. I could be making part of that up. Uh, let's go to the old uh, meat and potatoes. Yeah, do quick verses. What's up? Let's do a quick verses. Yeah, we can do a quick one. All right, sir. All right, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's just say all right, sir. <laughs> That's another Seinfeld reference. But they're making it. the rules. That's the I one, right? That's Scout. That's <laughs> I I've it. seen a lot of the big ones, but I haven't seen this one. Oh, uh, we, we have, go deep cuts. We have uh, Joe List and Mark Norman sent me a clip today 
of when the Stillers go over to uh, his what's his girlfriend not um, Susan Susan's parents' house, and he's like, "Serenity now?" No, 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 no. he can't understand that the, the rooster, rooster sucks the chicken, yeah. or whatever. But then at one it's point, at one point, Mrs. Costanza she goes, "Merlot? I've never heard of this. Did it just come out?" And then very low, George George Costanza goes, he goes, uh, he goes. Oh no no no! I'm sorry. She goes. She says that, and he goes. She knows what Merlot is. That's funny. <laughs> but also, when he's talking about the chicken in the hand, he goes, "Another time." He says, "Another time." He goes, "Another time." He does, really quietly to his dad. He goes, "Another time." <laughs> like we'll talk about this another time. <laughs> and they were like, "That's a fucking. That's a. That's a slow. Uh, that's a. That's a. That's a deep cut right there." All right, we might have to cut out that. That was not funny. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna do a versus. <clears throat> Let's figure this out. I okay. We were, you know we we had our same thing, our brainstorming session before we started. I uh, once again I apologize for not being more prepared, but um, I think we came up with a good one, and I think I I have some reasons why I'm, I feel so strongly about this. And Andy, I don't know how strongly you feel. It's me and you versus Corey on this, uh-huh. and we're doing uh, Spider Man Two, the Tobey Maguire Spider Man Two, not the Amazing Spider Man Two. Versus Doc Ock versus Guardians of the Galaxy two, and it's actually, and I'm probably uh, the underdog in this. We're probably the underdog because most people I think well, would go with what Corey because I think most like, Guardians of the Galaxy two a lot of people didn't like. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I liked it a lot better than Spider Man two. So did I. Now, uh, Corey, I'd like you to... No one can see how they both just looked at each other and, and then looked at me like, you're fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, I'd like to open the floor to you to tell us what what makes the one better than the other. Well, I'll say this. Uh, first of all, you're looking at two different time frames as well, right? So, like, the first... The Spider-Man 2 was back when they were trying to make it more, like, comic bookish. Uh, what's the director's name? I can't remember his name. Uh, it was Sam Raimi. Yes, yeah, Sam Raimi. So, he's he's amazing, right? But that... Move just the trailer alone. Just go back and watch the trailer where he's sitting talking to Mary Jane, and then you hear this boom, 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 and a car flies through the window, and Spider Sense he dodges it, and then this guy with the octopus arms comes in. And you're like, this is amazing, dude. Just the way it's done, like right there, you know it's going to be an amazing movie, and it was. It was. It hit all the beats that you're supposed to hit. Uh, I think um, that was like the last one that was good uh, of those early series. And uh, it was the culmination of all the things that they didn't get right in the first one. They put it all in the second one. Whereas Guardians of the Galaxy 1 was great, but Guardians of the Galaxy 2, they kind of went in the opposite direction. One of the reasons I think that is because the director, uh, what's his name, Gunn? Uh, uh, no, uh, no, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was the, uh, the guy New Zealander. Got, the guy who got in trouble. Who was not gonna no, did he really do that? Oh, no wonder. He, what's his name? I'll throw that up. Not, not the Looper guy. No. That's that, uh no, the guy who directed it is the one that they were trying to fight him to get the, the job back because yes, yes. he got Timothy in trouble Gunn. for tweets. Well, he made, he no, made James Gunn or something. James Gunn. Well, James oh, Gunn. Timothy Gunn. Tim Gunn is from Project Rumble. What am I thinking of? Tim, <laughs> Timothy Gunn. Uh, so you're saying with, with, Tim, with James Gunn, what are you saying happened? Well, I, you know, there was, a, there was this woman who wrote the first one, okay? And she was with the, the Marvel has Which this, one? Um, Guardians? The first Guardians of the Galaxy. She it's had fantastic, this, but I purposely didn't take it because... Okay, go ahead. She had a deal with Marvel. Like, they bring up these, like, screenwriters who are, like, coming up, and they say, go into our archives and pull out characters oh, that was... we haven't used. And she wrote Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, James Gunn said he wrote it, but you know she wrote it, and he just put all his stuff on top of it. And I'm not saying Which he didn't add to it. Which happens with well, everything. I'm not saying he didn't add to it, but... Tika Watiki. I was thinking of Ragnarok. Yeah, uh, he, did, he did Thor. I think uh, I James Gunn did the second one. But there's a reason why. Wait, so she... hold on. Time out. Who did this then? 
James Gunn. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. was just thinking. He directed all of She did, she wrote that first one, had a great structure to it. Uh, he added his humor to it, made it funny. And then the second one was all him. And I think it showed because it was a little bit more uh, like all over the place, you know, and they poured a little bit more of that humor on. And it was a little too much, a little less of the, the, the tight story and a little more of the uh, let's play some more music and have some jokes. OK, uh, okay I have things to say in rebuttal to what you said. So I think one of my main a lot of my I don't know if this is unfair to do. You tell me if it's unfair to do. Oh, right, so- I think the existence of the new Spider-Man all affects why I don't like Spider-Man 2. Yeah. I think the new Spider-Man uh, I, I'll, I'll be a little bit dramatic with this. I think blows away everything in that that's been happened before. I think that I think he's an actual kid. I think he's a great actor. I think he's funny. It's part of the actual MCU, which the other movies can't control. It was a business thing. I get that. Um, also, when it comes to humor in the movies, it could be the choice of James Gunn putting it in there. But I think that's also – and that's studio pressure. I think when Marvel became known, it came out at the time when people were like, the Marvel movies are hilarious. So I think they were like, hey, heavy on the comedy because even Thor Ragnarok, that is basically a comedy. They, like, Thor Ragnarok, yeah. I think they wrote the script and then they brought comics and were like, punch this up. Whatever they were – like, whatever's, whatever's A to B, go A to D sure. on every one of these lines because there's, there's literal stand-up jokes in yeah, yeah. Ragnarok. Sure. So uh, when it comes to, um, I also I think uh, the the existence of the new Spider-Man antiquates the, the, the second the, the Sony version. I think the Sony versions never got off the ground because they were missing from the rest of the properties. And I think that um, yeah, when it comes to the, the the Guardians two is the weaker Guardians. The first one is more succinct. The second one's a little bit too long. I think. The, but I do love how it ties in with the dad. Uh, I love the dad story. The dad story. It, you know, I have a dead dad. You get a dead dad story. I'll, 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 Tears. I'll, I'll bite every time, you know? So, and also, I think... And Kurt, the twist. Kurt Russell... And the twist. He's the bad guy. Kurt Russell's fantastic in it. Uh, also... Better cast. Better cast. Top to bottom. What, uh, what do you mean, better cast? Better I don't ensemble know. cast. Well, Alfred Molina is the bad guy. In, and Alfred Molina... Alfred Molina is right. a comic movie... Alfred Molina in a comic movie is a pretty big deal if you really think about it, especially for back then. Because he really, he's like a real... He was in like the Frida Kahlo movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he's like a real deal actor. He's a badass actor. But they get the, that was that kind of they you could say they kind of started. That's a point for those movies because Willem Dafoe was in the first one, mm-hmm. and then they had this one. But then they them, how do you on them reboot? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to just talk it out. Rebooting it with Andrew Garfield. I am not an Andrew Garfield fan. But no, I, I like to do with the this. first Andrew Garfield one. Ugh. I also, I didn't like either but I think when it comes to if you match up the Spider Man, just take the Spider Mans. Uh, but we're not we're not doing the verses, or if you do the main characters, Chris Pratt, uh, Star Lord, I think is a much better character than 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 the Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Totally. And even the and I don't, I, here's the one thing: the where it becomes a problem. The reason we put these against each other is because they're both sequels mm-hmm. and they're both part of the same universe technically. Uh, where it becomes a problem is one's local, the other one is literally universal. Right. One of them is galaxy, one of them is the galaxy, the other one's like like I love the fact that um the the one thing about the, the Spider-Man that's great is it's better if you have a new uh a New York feel to every Spider-Man movie. So that's a local feel. A local feel to a Spider-Man movie is the is the point of Spider-Man. It's it's your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. It's supposed to be a thing. But knowing the other ones in existence and what's going on with that universe and now and knowing how good that other one was, it really it really affects the Sony ones for me. 
I, I can't argue with that, but uh, I still think uh, if you can if you can set some of that aside, because I will say Tobey Maguire was a little too old to play Spider-Man. He was, but we didn't realize that at the time. No, but see, that's my point, though, yeah. too. It's yeah. like he was still a great Spider-Man, you know? He he was a good he was a good Spider Man because really personality really carries that and now the new one that guy nailed it that kid nailed he nailed it, it. And yeah the, and the writing for it is is fantastic don't get me wrong however if I were to put it up against Guardians of the Galaxy two I think Spider Man two uh, was a way better sequel than Guardians of the Galaxy two I don't know I love I've watched it a bunch of times Guardians of the Galaxy two I love the one of my favorite sequences ever in any of the MCU movies is when uh, what's his name who plays. Um, the blue guy who like is, is a real Drax? fox. Drax. No, 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 no. The blue guy that uh, is, is, you're supposed to think he's a bad guy in Guardians. Ah, uh, I, I wish I had in front of me. I'm like I'm losing my mind. But he gets cat. Remember his his crew turns on him. They have a mutiny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the guy who he kidnapped Star Lord when he was Walking a kid. Dead. The guy. Yeah. What's his real yeah. name? It's. Uh, yeah, he's amazing. Yana, Yanos or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, Yanush or whatever his Yanush. name is. So when he escapes from you know the jail they have him in, and they have him with the arrow, yeah. and they uh, come a little bit closer to playing, and it's and them just walking through yeah. destroying everybody. Whoa, better soundtrack. Better, way better soundtrack. <laughs> that, that, I'm all about 80s, so you're not going to get that argument. Uh, yeah. You're not going to get an argument from yeah. me on that. But that, that sequence, I think, is better than any sequence in any Spider- uh, Sony Spider-Man movie. I don't know, man. Just that sequence alone, I think, is fantastic. And then he just destroys the ship, and they get out of there. But just him walking around with the, the just the... And also, this is the technology, but you know that it's, it's 15 years later. It, it makes sense that it would be better. But Michael Rooker, Michael Rooker, he's fantastic, and uh, he's another guy who's just just a famous character actor that probably yeah. has to choose what he wants to do, and he's just good in everything he does. A lot of range. Uh, Two things. Yeah. One, I would say uh, it's not fair to compare them to now because they're building off of what Spider-Man Two did in those early days of superhero movies. Those were the first. With the CG the way it was, it was the first time they were able, able to do that kind of stuff. And so, uh, you know, it's like comparing people from the Olympics now to like the 1960s. No, you know? no, I get They're what you're saying. They're building off of But the other thing I was going to say is there is no scene in Guardians of the Galaxy. That was a good scene with the arrow stuff. But there is no scene that is as good as the first time when Doc Octopus actually comes into onto the screen and and uh, throws the car at Spider-Man. That was that was no. powerful, dude. No, I, I think that, you throw think, a little nickel back in there. Boom! I think when it comes to when it comes to setting things to music, that opening scene when they're fighting that monster is really cool. Come uh, on, uh, Mr. Oh, Mr. Sunshine. That was playing. okay. It was cool. I enjoyed. It's it. a little much. And 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 I know there this one can't help it, but one's an ensemble, one's not. Um, I think that. Um, and you know what? I'll tell you, man. What you did say, I think you're right about they build off it. But I think that only applies to CGI and special effects and maybe that. Because as far as writing goes and narrative and, and, and the structure of a movie, the, MC, the, the, the Marvel ones, the Marvel uh, uh, studio ones, like even if they had the same technology as 2001 or whatever it was, they'd still have the same point of view, same uh, tone, same yeah. jokes, same like like knowing to have that twist of like, hey, we're winking in the camera a little bit. Now, I guess what you can say is because you had the early ones that were by, by the book, they 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 took it a different way because I mean, they wanted to be like, hey, you already know about this stuff, so let's just let's bring you in on it. Let's break the fourth wall a little bit. Is that what you mean? Yes and no. Uh, I mean, at this point, but the quality Marvel of writing movies, on on the Guardians is way better than the quality of writing on. I don't know. Oh, I, 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 yeah, 
change your mind. Are listen, you crazy? listen, listen. Marvel movies at this point are paint by number. I mean, they just they, it's it's they have a, a formula. It's like the same movie every single. But one Sony, time. the other ones, the other ones Marvel. They were going when Sony made Spider Man two. They were they were going off of nothing. They didn't have they weren't they didn't they, they had the first Spider Man. Yeah, you, you was, said it yourself. They it made was, it better than the first Spider Man. But right. they never the level of it was always pretty surface. Like and I've probably said this before about other movies, but like the level of emotion in Guardians of the Galaxy is better. Uh, the 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 I, th- I think the writing is better. I think that when uh, at the end when he's talking to Janos, whatever it is, um, I just think it's a higher quality movie. You're right. Some of that is because of time and you know putting more. I think you're right. I think it was a little bit more. <laughs> it became more accepted. What are you doing? What's I was that? looking at the writer Spider Man too. Who is it? Alvin Sargent. It was Alvin Sargent. <laughs> he won two Academy Awards for his screenplay as Julia and Ordinary People. Jesus See Christ. See what I said? You guys are telling me the right. I'm really <laughs> talking about my ass on this. <laughs> Thank you. And he's coming well, over I my know, side. I know, that's still... His most popular contribution is being involved in the writing of most of the films in Sony's, man, uh, Sony's Spider-Man film series. Meaning Spider-Man the, 2. The emotional the arc in Spider-Man 2 was pretty good, dude. And the fact that not every character had their own little ending, you know. Uh, Peter Parker struggling well, to, to, to be... Uh, a student and Spider-Man at the same time, and he's being judged by his professor, the who then turns out to be people his enemy. The 1976 star is born. Wow. Did he really? We're learning a lot about Mr. Sergeant. Yeah. I'll tell you, though, but it should have been better. Bob. It just what a he callback. Wrote, he wrote What About Bob? What About Bob? I mean, come on. And I don't With think Thor Guardians of the Galaxy was as tight as Spider-Man 2. It was a little oh, loose. That's true. It was, it, was a little, it was a little loose. Who wrote... How about this? The Guardians writer? Was it, it, They say it was James it was, Gunn? It was James Gunn with others... Yeah. Old Timothy Gunn. <laughs> well, uh, no, I might. By. I really. You, yeah, you want to talk about whose side you're on, you motherfucker? I just you said. Just, that's why I made that. I'm telling him yeah. there's not enough emotion, and you tell me the guy no, wrote ordinary people. That's why I made that weird noise. <laughs> it's, it's, and you called. It's better you do this because you're going to be on there, and people are going to be listening to this. Go, this fucking asshole. If you listen back, though, <laughs> what you're talking about. I, I'll tell uh, you right now, though. Which one you enjoy? I, I enjoy Guardians. I enjoy more. Guardians more yeah. than, than Superman Two. I, I mean, Spider Man Two. I enjoyed Spider Man Two better, and I, I like Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, it just wasn't as good as Spider Man Two. No, right. How many times have you seen Guardians Two? Uh, once. once in once. the theaters. E, yes. And but so you're saying, all right, what, what if it was Guardians One versus Spider Man Two? Uh that would be a tougher call. Guardians One was fantastic. Do you know which one? Spider Man Two? Huh? One versus Spider Man Two. Yeah. Come on. He's now. saying it'd be a tougher call. Who it'd would be you... a tougher call. No, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 is great. Uh, would you take it over Spider Man 2? Oh. <sighs> I'm going to. I know it's a totally different matchup. I, yeah, it's very hard to say. I mean, I, I like both for different reasons. All right. You know? But I, but I, you know. I, Guardians, and also, full disclosure, Guardians is my favorite group of characters in that whole like I, cause I didn't know much about, uh, I didn't know I mean, about it, it there's a reason it was a huge hit you know what I mean it's a yeah. very well written movie but people know that it's the worst one they know that. I'm, I think they're still making a third one or no what do you mean the worst one out of the two Guardians 2 you mean yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah, making a third yeah. one I mean out of a lot of the you Marvel might be movies, right one it, of the, you know, if we did like, the loses. Spider-Man like which is the best Spider-Man it might be the second one. Oh, but far. I think the assumption people have is that it's the first one right no, I think most people would agree that the second one is because the first one was good, but it wasn't good. as tight as the the second one in terms of the the. I don't all, know. All that the would arcs. be another. I like the first one. I liked it, but first, it, first but Spider-Man, it, first, first yeah, but it ain't the second one. 
Well, the first one's a little bit. The, the, the villain is better in the second one. Yes. If you want to go match those up, because yeah. the first one, it's kind of funny when you have Willem Dafoe. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. playing the goblin. Yeah, like, yeah. It's a little bit corny. Yeah. The corniness kind of yep. seeps into it a little bit. But uh, do you like Spider Verse? I didn't see it. Oh yeah, you like? I'm waiting for Netflix. I didn't see it either, Spider Verse yet. But I'm going to see it now. I, but but um, I still think. Guardians, I'm not being. I, you convinced me that writer thing. You really got me. <laughs> Sorry, I, I did not realize I bet you that he didn't write and the third to, one. No, 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 the third no. one's terrible. Third one went off when the he rails. turns the bad guy and he dresses all in black and dances down the street. And yeah, then, third oh, one's and then Venom just pops in for some reason. I'm like, this is another movie. Oh, right it's here. terrible. <laughs> but the uh, but when it comes to Guardians. You, you, you're making a good case for the second one. Maybe I'm not realizing how quality the second Spider-Man is. I think we yeah, all need maybe. to go back and, and watch How about movies? this? And I, I know I'm jumping around cause just for fun. I still like Guardians better, but you, I think you won today because you made me realize how much better Spider-Man 2 is than it is. Because Spider-Man 2, I, I would have... The minute that something gets wrapped up in shitty sequel or shitty before or after movies, mm-hmm. which is that that's what happens, and that doesn't happen all the time. But when that happens, you just kind of take them as a package, right? Yeah. Those three movies, do you you just think of them as the same thing almost, right? Right. right. You're not like, oh no, this one was better than that one, and it kind of was pretty strong, and all these different all these yeah, different yeah, fronts. Yeah. No, I'm just like. I all I think of now when I think of the Tobey Maguire Spider Man is him with the weird dark hair and the you talking the, about the, from the third one the third one yeah but I, I but I'll also equate that to the second one because I'm like it's all the same thing to mm. me but if Yo, you take that, them, one, that one came out of nowhere I know the third one like, but they had, the? because they had to make it yeah they had the deal they yeah, were yeah, going yeah, yeah. to lose the years they got to make something yeah yeah and it would have gone to probably it would have gone reverted back to Marvel I think earlier if they didn't make that yeah. one I'm almost positive I could be I don't wrong think about it that. ever reverted back to Marvel I think they made a deal uh, and they share profits from it now. is that what it is yeah with Spider-Man in there because I don't think Sony's not going to give that up it's like fi- Fantastic Four I, uh, sometimes these things are like they have it for a certain amount of time and then it reverts back uh, and they can't control it because it's written to the deal from I don't even sure. know but that, that saved Marvel I think they were going to go bankrupt and they and they and that's why they made those deals Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay, it's okay. true. But I mean, all now right. that's why they're digging through all these old ones now and bringing out Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff. That oh, there's so many. But they're making the best shit out of it. Yes. I mean, like, it's, it's so good. At it. Yeah. But, um, but I will say, I, I will say, I will concede to Corey for making me realize that. All right. Because you really, if that guy wrote it, and, <laughs> and you're right, Alfred Molina is, is great in it, and Alfred Molina I love. I, you know, you know Alfred Molina's best. That's Cosmo. <laughs> Is that his name? I think it is. Cosmo, yeah. Cosmo, he's Chinese. <laughs> he puts his hand up to his lips and he goes, he's Chinese. It's Boogie Nights. He oh, plays the guy. yes. He goes, come on, you guppy. What he's you call in his underwear. He's called shooting or something like that, right? What? Yeah. Isn't that the movie where he's in his underwear? Oh, yeah. yeah, he has oh, yeah. a shotgun. He yeah, starts yeah, shooting yeah. him in the shotgun. He's like, I love this well, song. It's well revered around these parts. He's playing Sister Christian. Yep. Can you bring up Sister Christian? Can we close the show on <laughs> yeah. Sister Christian? Very good song. Can you bring it up, Alex? It might be. We might have to do that in post. But we did. We went. Can we do that in post? Can we close it out to Sister Christian? Uh, and I will say this before I go. Let me ask you this: one last matchup. You can just give me a one-word answer, yes or no. Which one wins, Spider-Man Two or the new Spider-Man? Because we could have done those two, and I, I, I could have, I would have defended the I new will... Spider-Man. I think rocks all of them. I will still go with the with Spider-Man Two, and I'll say because I think the the newer one they got the character right, but the story was not as tight as Spider-Man Two. 
mm-hmm. with Michael Keaton. I loved it, but it was not. Oh, as I thought it was. A, I actually thought it was a great story. The Michael Keaton angle, I and I thought it was fantastic. I liked it. I just. So you still go with the other one? Eh. We could argue that. All right, but you won for the day, Corey. Hey, hey. ribs are on Sean. Ribs are on me. <laughs> <laughs> What would you like to plug, my friend? You can plug the album again, uh, social media, whatever. Yeah, else. my album uh, is Crooked Bowtie. Check it out. Uh, I'm also uh, making a comic book right now off of script that I wrote. So nice. that's, there's going to be a Kickstarter out for that in like a month or two. So keep your eye out for that. It's called The the Gamma Squad. And what's your Twitter and Instagram? At uh, Corey Jarvis on Twitter. Uh, Corey underscore Jarvis. C-O-R-Y is how you spell it. And Andrew Fiore. That's me. Uh, uh, you can follow me at Andy Fiore on uh, all social media. Check out my tour dates at andyfiore.com. Listen to my show on SiriusXM if you're a subscriber. It's every Thursday live at 4 p.m. It's called The Raw Report on SiriusXM Raw Dog 99. And uh, next week, uh, or no, it's a couple weeks, uh, go to the website for dates. Traveling around a bunch in March. Uh, I am at Shawnee Time on Twitter and Instagram. That's S-E-A-N-Y-T-I-M-E. I have a once-a-month show on Sirius called Celebrate. We do it various days of the month. Uh, it's on Raw Dog 99 as well. And then also at the beginning of March, uh, I will be at the Comedy Cellar in Las Vegas for a week. You can catch me. A bunch of shows. We're doing a bunch, a bunch of shows when you're there. I can't wait to go because I love Las Vegas. Uh, and then I'm also in April. I'm in Austin. I'm uh, I'm going to Cincinnati in April as well. I'll be at Go Bananas, but I'll mention that again on future episodes. Uh, we are at Showbiz Studios. That's showbrewstudios.com. You can check out their website. Also, they have a YouTube page as well as an iTunes page that you can go to, and you can check out all the amazing podcasts that Showbiz Studios has to offer. Uh, you can email us, defendyourmovie at gmail.com. Also, at defendyourmovie on Twitter. Tweet at us. Let us know what matchups we should do. We've got gotten a bunch of good ones. We're going to mention them soon on the thing. We're working on the Patreon right now to get that, get more content to you. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.